Hi guys and welcome back to the Boise Buys podcast. This is actually the first one I'm recording on my camera, so this one will be on YouTube. Uh, I asked people on my Instagram and people said they'd rather, they'd like to see it on YouTube, so here it is. So yeah, pretty much I'll just say this for the video. If you haven't uh, listened to the podcast before, I just talk about reselling and stuff to look out for whilst you're reselling, just little tips, and I also just chat a lot of smack, a hell of a lot of smack. But yeah. Let's get into it. This is the next episode. I want to say this is like episode number 12 or 13. Who knows? And let's get into it. I just want to add that this is again sponsored by swresources.co.uk, the best place to buy your boxes for your Amazon FBA, your packaging for eBay, your bubble wrap, your mailers, anything you can need, swresources.co.uk. Use discount code BOISY10 for 10% off. Helps me out, helps Josh out, who's actually the guy that... Uh, owns a website lovely guy check him out on instagram as well at josh slight and yeah thank you for uh listening to the podcast and we'll get straight into it so the first thing i want to talk about is when you're at the car boot sales or when you're just outsourcing maybe facebook marketplace anywhere just keep an open mind like i've said this before i started off doing action figures and i've i think i've told enough people about that but yeah and then i just became a generalist so literally I will literally buy any old shit. And like when you're out and outsourcing, I'd just say don't avoid the lower hanging fruit. Like I I think I got that off of Chase after the right price on YouTube. If you haven't heard heard of him, check him out. But yeah, don't pass up on the low hanging fruit. Like you might be walking up to a in a car boot sale or you're on Facebook Marketplace and you're searching for, I don't know, video games or toys, because that's what everyone searches for. And you might come across a book set that's worth money. Like you might find, I once went out sourcing with my friend, and we went. We were just going around looking for everything, but we found a Charles Dickens. It was a volume of like novels. I think they're called novels, but it was like an eighteen book set, and the shop had them for five pounds. And my my mate brought them, and he ended up selling them for eighty five pounds plus. I believe it was eighty five pound plus post, but I could be wrong there. But yeah. Um, and then also you want to be looking out for those film cameras. They're hot at the moment. People are loving film cameras again. Like I think it's because they're worse quality and people like to make it look retro, that kind of thing. But there's ones you want to look out for. There's the Olympus Mu, Mu spell MJU, and the Canon Sure Shots. They can be really good money. There's Sure Shot AF2, I believe it's called. They call it an Auto Boy, which I have no idea what that means, but. They can be sold for around £70 plus postage and they sell pretty quick. They might have even gone up now because obviously there's a hype around film cameras. There's a few other brands you want to look for. There's Leica, which is crazy money. They sell them in like the shops in London and like Covent Garden and all that. I think it's in Covent Garden. I might be chatting shit there. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, um, Leica, spelled L-E-I-C-A. Them cameras can be like up to £1,000 plus. So if you find one of them at a car boot sale or online for, I know, a couple of hundred quid, or you might even get one for a couple of quid at a car boot sale. Like, you never know. Just keep that in your mind, that brand, L-E-I-C-A. They also sell, they also do binoculars. I'm not sure if they're worth money, but if it's anything to go for, go buy with the um, cameras, I'm sure the binoculars must be worth some money too. Yeah, so look out for film cameras. Obviously, you've got the digital cameras as well. You want to be going for the newer ones on them. Because the older stuff, like the two megapixels, not many people are looking for it. I mean, you might get a Chris Jenner for one, but I think it would take a while to sell. But yeah, uh, also look out for tools. 
I've done well on batteries for tools like so you've got I don't know Bosch I want to say that's a brand Makita DeWalt maybe DeWalt but yeah I've sold them batteries for them before and people I always see people at the car boots buying the tools and flip them online I need to do a bit more than that but just if you see them on Facebook or if you see them at car boot look them up like everything I look everything up before I buy it unless I already know it's worth money like the vintage links is like that worth crazy money like if you see a links I think it's called Lynx Java. They've just re-released it. But if you see an original at a car boot sale, even if it's a used can of deodorant, they can sell for like £100 plus. So look out for them. Also, another thing I've been into at the moment, it's not exciting at all, but ink and toner. Toner costs so much money to buy brand new and people just flog it because whether they've got it from their business from before or they've just... They've just got it and they've changed printer and they don't value it anymore. But some toners like 150, 200 quid to buy. The majority of them around like 80 to 100 pounds. And you can pick them up at the car boot sales, uh, car boot sales sometimes for like 5, 10 pounds, something like that. Even retail stores clear them out. I'm obviously not going to tell you where I got mine from because then that will close my avenue of business. I don't know why I've done that. But yeah. So ink and toner. Look on Facebook because there's always toner on there and ink pick up ink if it's within like 10 minutes of from you because you'll make easy like 10 15 quid on them obviously look for the branded ones epson brother canon kodak i done well on a kodak ink recently i picked it up from a car boot for two pounds and i sold it on amazon for 40 pounds and it sold like within like a day of it touching down amazon obviously with the um inks you've got to watch out for expiry dates if you're selling them on Amazon, always you can't send them in if they're expired or they've got like a month left. But they'll sell on eBay even if they're expired. So obviously you're not going to get quite as much, but you'll still get good money. Just look it up when you find it and see if it's worth you buying. Also on Amazon, you might not be able to sell all of them. But if you have been selling for a while, try and get un- ungated in like Brother and Xerox. That's a good toner make. I got ungated the other day, so... If you're selling well on Amazon, you probably can get ungated in it. But yeah, scout Facebook Marketplace for it and you will definitely make some money. I brought a load of Xerox toner the other day for 60 quid and I'm looking at like £300, £350 after fees on the lot. So, And I had to travel around 45 minutes for that, but I thought that was well worth it. Other things you can look for is, say you're going out there looking for tools. You might be a tool seller already, but... You might see a Furby. Furbies are really good money. Like the vin- the more vintage they are, the more money you'll get for them. And yeah, that's pretty much it. But if you if you find a modern one, you're still looking at like a tenner plus. It's an easy tenner, isn't it? Why would you leave that behind? You might ask them. They'll be like, oh yeah, quid, two quid, three quid. You'll pick it up. Easy double your money. Easy tenner. Yeah, easy money. So there's no point leaving them behind. Another thing is, it's on the same thing as toner, but office equipment like you've got the office phones you've got um copiers i don't know why i said copiers you've got laminating machines servers servers are so good i've been making money on servers recently keyboards mice all of that like on the regular offices will just clear out their stuff and get new stuff i think it's either a tax thing or i don't know but i always see at the car boot like office stuff servers are really good money just make sure you look up the model number because they can be crazy and you get the wireless boxes as well 
I think someone called it an FNX switch. I sold one the other day. I had no idea what it was. But I brought, pretty much, I'll tell you this, I brought a bundle from a car boot sale. I might have already said this on a previous pod. So if I have, sorry about that. But yeah, I got to a car boot sale and there was this guy clearing out an office and there was no one else round the stall. It was kind of in the middle of the car boot sale, which is usually the bit I never go to because I always think, oh, it's all, all been picked over. There's no point in me going there. But anyway, I went over there and he had these boxes on the floor. They were made by Juniper. Juniper. I'm not really sure how to say that. But I looked it up and it was selling for like around 150 quid. And he was like, yeah, £10 and I've got another one as well. So I grabbed both of them and I ended up buying his whole stool for like 450 quid. So I ended up with like network switches like I was talking before and servers, load of office phones. That's why I'm talking about it now because that's what I'm living at the moment, like listing that kind of thing. Like I've got a few monitors, I haven't sold them yet, but a load of iPhone chargers, like legit ones. But yeah, I ended up paying 450 quid for the lot. And I believe in the previous pod, I said it's worth around £4,000. It is worth that, but I'm just trying to flog it quick, get my money so I can sell other stuff in the future and so i reckon i end up getting around two and a half three grand for the lot but from 450 that's a crazy deal there's a lot for me to sell but it's definitely worth it for me so that's another thing if you get to a stall at a car boot sale and you think well all this stuff is really good and he's quoting me good prices don't be afraid to buy the whole stall just be like oh yeah i'll take it all what what deal can you do me if i buy everything they might be like oh i'm not sure if i want to do that but if you actually just make it like you're actually serious about it, they can pack up early and they can go home. If And you can cram as much possible in your car as possible. Did I say possible enough times there? But yeah, always just, if it's if it's good enough, offer to buy it all. Another thing to look out for the car, at the car, car boots is, our car boots and Facebook and everything, out, look out for when you're sourcing. Plumbing parts, building parts. If you can find them brand new, it's Obviously, I wouldn't buy any used ones. I don't know if they're worth money. They probably are. But I've been buying, like, plumbing parts. You see, always see them at the car boot sale. They're in, like, boxes or in bags. Just look them up on the spot. Even tell the people what you're doing with them. Be like, oh, I have an eBay store, and I'm just looking for stock. Most people won't give a shit. They'll be like, oh, yeah, fair play, fair play to you. So, yeah, if you see plumbing parts, look them up on the spot and buy them. I know it sounds stupid. Well, it doesn't. It sounds like I'm trying to teach you how to walk. But yeah, just don't be afraid to buy them because they flip quick. Some of them, and some of them you could even bundle up to get them sold quicker. But yeah, look into them. And then obviously you've got car parts as well and DVD box sets. I know a lot of people don't fuck with DVD box sets. I don't know why I swore there. But yeah, I don't like a lot of people don't mess with them because you obviously find like the 24s all the time the family guy single seasons but like th- this like past month i've been doing well with like family guys like 1 to 16 1 to 18 like in the actual box set that it came and i've been selling them for like 90 pounds plus on amazon so if you can sell dvds on amazon you're making different peas but even if you can find them and sell them on ebay you'll still make good money you for that same set on ebay you'll probably get 30 35 quid and if you're finding it at a car boot sale for what a tenner, you're making good money. Also, friends box sets. I know you'll find it all the time. The one in the white box, you get anywhere from ten to fifteen pounds plus postage. You know, it's not much, but you'll find it all the time. So if you can pick that up for less than a fiver, you're at least doubling your money. And if you're find, picking up for less, you're making even more. 
So it's just another item to look out for. So the next thing I want to talk about is Facebook Marketplace as like a platform for buying stuff because there's decent money to be made on there. I originally used to go on it and I'd be like, oh, I can't find anything. It's because I would literally just hover on the main page. I'd be like, oh, there isn't anything on here. I've just scrolled for about, I don't know, 10 minutes and there's nothing on there. Even when you tap the categories, you usually won't find much. I find that it's all about searching for the items you've sold before or items you want to buy. Don't be too specific. Like, if you want some Jordan 1s, just search Jordan. Or if you want Jordans also, just search Nike or Nike shoes. Because Facebook sellers aren't like eBay sellers. Most of them don't know the model of what they've got. They just think of them as trainers. You could just search that and more stuff will come up. Just be vague. Like, if you want a specific Ben 10 figure, just search Ben 10 figures and search bundles, see if it's in there. Like, anything like that. Just... I feel like if you're already an eBay seller, you can just go through what you sold recently and just search for it on Facebook. I know it sounds like I'm trying to, like I said before, just trying to teach you how to walk, but literally just be vague as fuck. Like, what have I brought on there recently? Toner. I need to stop talking about toner. I feel like that's all that comes out of my mouth. Wake up in the morning, just toner. But yeah, just search for different stuff. Go through what you've sold. See if you can find it on Facebook and and also expand your. Oh, I don't know what I was doing with my hands there, but sorry if you. you ah. But also expand your radius. Like, I'll only go and travel like over half an hour if I'm gonna like make over £100 on the item. That's just my personal preference. I probably should cut that down a bit, but I just think I could find more on eBay in that time than it's worth me going out and spending an hour. So hour driving to make 30 quid or something like that it's just not worth my time personally but yeah ex- always be ready, ready to travel if you're going to make good money on it also if you're if you're searching for something and it's like so say you're searching for jordans i wouldn't personally do it because i feel like it's like the market's flooded for people buying them but say you're searching for i don't know family guy box sets search family guy literally just put family guy and expand your radius to, I don't know, 250 miles and just message the people and be like, oh, will you will you post? If I pay you through PayPal, would you post this item? And that, like probably seven out of ten of people will say no on Facebook Marketplace because they're just like, they just want it collected from their house. But three in every ten you'll get, they'll be like, yeah, of course. Make sure you send the payment through PayPal Goods and Service. So if they don't send the item... You can get your money back. I, I I usually send an extra 10% on top just to cover the PayPal fees because they're already doing you a favour by um, sending it to you when they want a collection only. So even if they make, I don't know, an extra pound on top, they're probably buzzing and you're safe from like getting scammed. So I wouldn't ever send anything. Don't do bank transfers. It doesn't matter how good the deal is and how much you trust the person. Don't do bank transfers and don't do PayPal friends and family. I actually got scammed when I was doing um, football cards. Some bloke was, he had a site and he was selling these Phil Foden rookie cards, if you know what that is. But pretty much Phil Foden's an England player and rookie cards are his first card. So he's selling for 15 quid on his website and they were going for like 45, 50 quid. So I thought, yeah, I'll jump in on this. Spent like 150 quid of him, sent it for friends and family. Obviously never got the cards. 
And that's how I got scammed, obviously. It was too good to be true. I don't know why i done it. It's just... It happens, doesn't it? you just got to move on. I'm not that bothered about it. I know it's 150 quid gone, but... It's my own fault. I shouldn't have trusted him. So, yeah. I've learnt my lesson. Hopefully you learn from me and don't send anything friends and family. And don't do any bank transfers. Yeah. But moving on from that. I know I've talked about it enough, but Facebook Marketplace, just bang it. Bang it. And also check out Gumtree because people have been making really some really good money on there. Post some adverts. I think I talked about that in the last episode, but just post adverts for what you want. It's, po- it's free to post them on there. I think you have to be a little bit techie with the words and like, because otherwise if you just put wanted, I believe they'll block your advert. But if you're just a bit techie with it, maybe make a picture on Photoshop or even just on paint or something like that. And just, I don't even have paint still a thing. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, just make a picture and put it as the main picture on the Gumtree advert. Wanted PS1 games. Wanted Family Guy box sets. Wanted, obviously, and on that be vague. Like if you say, I saw someone's one the other day. It was like, wanted G1 Little uh, My Little Pony toys. Like 9 out of 10 people aren't going to know if their items are G1. They're just going to know they've got My Little Pony toys. So just be like, wanted My Little Pony toys. You'll get, you have to sift through a lot of shit that you get sent. But you will find some gold in there. So it's probably worth your time, I'm not going to lie. So moving on to the next thing, I wanted to talk about how what I've been selling recently. I've been selling, obviously I've talked about servers and that, but I've been selling like James Bond books. I had a first edition. If you don't know, you can see in the older books, if you go on the printing page, if it just says printed, and then one date, that means it's first edition. And make sure it's not a book club one, because there's sometimes a book club ones. Well, book club ones aren't worth much at all. But either it will say first printed or printed 1961. And if it hasn't got any dates after that, like reprinted 1964 and all that, then you've got first edition. And also on the newer books, like the Harry Potter books, it will have a print number. I'm acting like I've got a book in my hand. But it will say like 10987654321. And that means you've got first print. So if you've got that in Harry Potter books, I'd say from the third book back, so Azkaban, Chamber of Secrets, and Philosopher's Stone, then you're in for some good money. But yeah, they brought out a deluxe edition, and they're worth good money if you get them in the first editions. They can be going for like two, three hundred quid each. So if you find them at the car boot, definitely worth picking them up. Also, look out for Harry Potter large print books. I didn't know they existed. I've actually got one here. It's just like a thicker version. And it says large print edition at the bottom. I actually picked that one up off, off eBay for a tenner. And should get around 55, 60 quid. It's a Philosopher's Stone large print edition. Look out for them as well. They're a bit more rarer. Like they're usually, they were given to to libraries I believe. So they will have like library markings in them. But if you can find the first editions of them as well. You're looking two, three hundred pounds plus. Just another thing to keep an eye out for. I've been doing alright with football boots. I picked up a Predators. Well, if you can find old football boots at a car boot sale, that's actually another thing. And Facebook and charity shops, always pick them up. I usually pick them up if they're adult size 7 and above. I don't usually touch anything below unless it's something crazy like, I don't know, David Beckham's. I think they call them kangaroo skin boots or something like that. I'd probably pick them up if they were like a 5 or a 10 or below a size 7. But I don't usually buy any trainers or any football boots that are below a size 7 adult. I don't buy any kids' trainers. I'm I'm sure you can make money on them, but 
personally it's not really a big enough turnaround for me or they just take ages to sell because there's so many of them about but yeah look for old football boots like back when i was a kid i know it's not that long ago but i used to really want the adidas f50s and that i think they had them in there was one called f50 tunits definitely said that wrong and f50 spider i actually picked them up off facebook i sold them like a year ago but i picked them up for 85 pounds and i had to travel an hour to get them but these were in the mintest condition it was like they'd never even touched grass they were like the top of the tier adidas f50s red and white if you don't know what i'm on about you're gonna be like yeah what is this guy chatting about but if you do you'll know what i'm on about yeah so i picked them up for 85 quid with a two-hour journey in total and i sold them for i believe 280 pound something like that but i didn't want to sell them i wanted them for myself if they were my size i would have kept them i mean i don't play football but i would have kept them i probably wish i could i would have kept them anyway but it's all about the flips in it but yeah they they were buzzing i was buzzing when i found them and they were worth flipping also look out for the adidas predators the older the better but I'm guessing even the newer stuff, if you get like the top tier stuff, then it's going to be worth some good money. But you've got the Adidas Predators, I think they're called Absoluto. I, was, I think that's the ones I sold the other day. They had the Champions League logo on the back. Nothing crazy, I paid two quid for them at the car boot sale and I got 50, 55 quid for them I believe. And yeah, just that kind of thing. Also, there's Puma Kings. Yeah, just any of the old boots that you would have seen about like 10 years ago and before, maybe even five years ago. But yeah, just look out for them at the car boot sales, size seven and up, adult size, and you should make some good money. Obviously, you can look them up on the spot with Nike trainers. If you, I'm doing things with my hands again, like, like I've got in my hands. But if you have a look at the label, it will have a... I think it's like a seven, eight digit code and then it will dash three digits. You'll see it below the size. It will make more sense when you see it. But if you find them at the car boot sale, just Google that and that will tell you the exact model and size, no, the exact model and colour. So then you can whack that into eBay and see how much they go for. But if they're like two, three quid and they're a size seven up, still worth buying because even if they're not that good, I'm sure you'll get a 10 or plus post and they'll probably sell fairly quick. Obviously stick to your brands like Adidas, Nike, Puma, I think that's all I'd buy to be honest. I can't imagine myself buying any other brands. Maybe old school Umbros, like from ten years ago. But obviously, look them up. But yeah, you're you're down to make some good money if you dive into that. Obviously, you've got the trainers as well, AstroTurf trainers as well. Like when people, I used to wear them to school because I thought I was a real cool kid. I'd be that guy. Everyone'd be wearing jeans and like a polo i'd still be rocking about in my tracksuit bottoms my newcastle top and my astroturf trainers i was that kid but yeah anyway the astroturfs if you get them in adult sizes they can go for really good money too you won't get quite as much as boots but some of the predators in astros of like size seven and above you'll get like 40 to 60 pounds for them if they're just more average you'll get like 20 to 30 so it's definitely worth keeping an eye out for them that's another item to look out for. What else can we? Also look out for brand new toys and brand new anything brand new sealed. Look it up when you're out and about. You see on Facebook, people say on unwanted gift, that kind of thing. I always make money on that, like sealed nerf guns and Lego 
keep an eye out for sealed Lego because if you get the older stuff, you're in for big coinage. But yeah, even if it's like newer stuff, you're in for good money. And people just people don't value their stuff, especially at car boot sales. People would just be like, like recently I picked up a Lego set and it was she wanted two pound for it. She just put on the table two quid, brand new and sealed in the box. I brought it, walked off with my old man. I was like, should we scan this? See how much it's worth? Bang, popped up at 60 quid. I was like, nah, that can't be right. This set was literally tiny. But it had been discontinued by Lego, which means the price goes up. And pretty much, I sent it into Amazon, and it sold the day it got there for 60 quid. And I paid £2 for it. So that's just another thing that shows people don't value what they've got. Especially if they've got it as a gift. They don't know how much people have paid for it. You never know, that person's nan might have brought off off of Amazon for 60 quid. And then they just got in there like, oh, it's not my kind of thing. So, little two quid for me. But we'll take that all day. But yeah, look for brand new sealed stuff. Even brand new sealed box sets. If you can sell them on on Amazon, you'll get do really well. Even on eBay. Flipping on on eBay from Facebook Marketplace. I feel like that's just a powerful thing to do. You have to be in there quick if they're local. But, like I said, if people have just done it like vague on Facebook then you're down to make some good money like they might just put DVDs and then the first picture will just be movies and then you'll click on the next one it'll be all be box sets none of them are sold because no one's been interested in the first DVDs so yeah just I want I want to see people smash some Facebook marketplace because I'm going to absolutely rip it a new one this week also I picked up a load of stands from a, another supplier it was from the same guy I brought the um brought out his stall so I brought a load of LCD monitor displays, paid 50 quid each, clear £150 after fees on each of them. Brought eight of them, so a nice easy 400, 450 quid profit on them. So we'll take that all day. That's just, again, from making a contact. If you're buying something from someone and he, he says he's got more, always give him your number. Be like, oh, I'll just give you my number in case you find more. Like, probably half of the time he'll never call you, but... You never know, it might be that guy that calls you and he opens up his garage and he's got like a fucking crazy collection of, I don't know, video games, toys, DVDs that are worth crazy money. But yeah, I think I've done enough babbling this this podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. I've just chatted pure shit. And if you're watching on the video, thank you for watching. Check out the Spotify. It's Boise Buys Podcast on Spotify. And yeah, thank you for watching and listening and I'll see you on the next one.